Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12, this is where Peter is in the prison. He's chained to two soldiers. Life has got, got its grip. And here he finds himself. It says in verse 7 of Acts chapter 12, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him. A light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly, and his chains fell off from his hands. Father, we trust and we believe, Lord, that you'll bless your word, anoint your word, and Lord, may you be glorified in every thought, word, and deed. In Jesus' lovely name, amen. It says... And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. Maybe tonight you've heard the music. Maybe you thought you were just coming to keep a family friend happy. I don't know. But the old Puritans used to teach that there's two types of grace. There's common grace. Common grace is where the rain falls on the good and the bad. But they taught a thing called sovereign grace or special grace. And sovereign grace is where God will single a man or a woman out. You see, the light shone in the prison. But if you go across, you'll actually see. It says in verse 18, 11 verses down, As soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers. The light that shone and woke Peter, did not wake the prisoners. And maybe the Lord has been speaking to you, and maybe tonight the Lord has woken you with his special sovereign grace. You could be sitting with two friends tonight, and the light may not have shone on them, but it has shone on you. If the, light, if the Lord's light is shining on you tonight, don't walk away from it. Don't silence the voice of God. There is nothing more unique and special in this life when God would single you out to speak to you. What an honor that the king of this universe, the one who spoke the cosmos into existence, the one who created everything by the word of his voice, imagine that, and he would single you out to speak to you tonight. For those who are saved here tonight, have you ever realized how the Lord in a sovereign power chose you. You see, the Lord says, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Whether you like it or not, his sovereign grace is supreme. And tonight, maybe while you were listening to the minister and song, maybe for weeks, maybe for months, you've been hearing the voice of God and you've been trying to silence it out. Don't do it. Listen for the voice of God. Listen and answer the voice of God and answer to his cry tonight. Maybe you're not saved. Maybe you're in a backslidden state. Do you realize you can be sitting here tonight with the biggest Bible? You can be sitting here with a suit on. You can be sitting here with a track suit on. It makes no odds. If you are out of touch with God and he's speaking to you, answer him tonight. Don't resist them. There's nothing like the call of God. Notice then what it says. And the angel 
smote Peter on the side. I hope to God that he's awakening someone tonight. I hope to God, somebody in here, somebody listening online, that the Lord is awakening you. Notice what Isaiah, notice when the judgment of God came upon the people of Israel. He says, awake ye sleepy people, awake. That was speaking to the church. That was speaking to the people of God. Imagine the Lord having to say to his people, wake up. Well, here's the truth tonight. He's telling us to wake up. There's a, there's a world out there going to a lost eternity while we're sleeping and sitting on our hands. And remember when Jeremiah came to them of old and says, stand up. You know what they said? There's peace. It's all right. Jeremiah says, you say there's peace, but there is no peace. And in this world, the world's making promises to your loved ones, to your family out there. And, and maybe tonight you're sitting here and you've been listening to, to the world telling you, oh, you're a good person, good works. Can I ask you something? This is what I've always said to people about good works. Who told you that your works are good enough? Under whose judgment are you prepared to accept that your works are good enough to get into heaven? If your judgment's upon good works, all it takes is for one person to say it wasn't good enough. Would you want to gamble eternity on the basis of one person standing up on judgment day saying he was a dead loss? Because if that's the case, I'm in trouble because they'll all be queuing up to save as a dead loss. But I'm prepared to trust in the power of Jesus. See, we sang about it tonight. There's power in the blood. Thank God for the blood. Thank God that that blood speaks of covenant promise. Do you realize covenant promise between us and the Father? It cannot be broken. We can break promises. We can break covenants. But a blood promise with the Father cannot be broken. Do you realize that tonight? You can break it, but he'll not break it. Maybe tonight you have insecurity in your life. Maybe tonight you're struggling with life. Maybe tonight you have more questions than answers. Allow the Lord to awaken you. Allow the Lord to speak right into your spirit. You see, this world satisfies the flesh. I was sitting there, God forgive me, I'm starving. I was thinking, what am I going to eat tonight? (laughs) My flesh. And the Lord is saying, I want to speak and feed the spirit, so forget about the flesh. See, we get and we allow our flesh to dictate and determine the spiritual. Allow the Lord to awaken. You really like that one, didn't you? You're all smirking at me. <laughs> Allow the Lord to awaken your spiritual and to speak into you. Do you know what would happen in this land if one man or one woman allowed themselves to get in touch with the Spirit of God? It'd be phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. He says, awaken, get up, Peter. Do you know, tonight's the night, that's get up. Maybe tonight you've been putting off. Maybe tonight you're you're here. Do you know what I have learned in my years of ministry? See the amount of people who profess to be Christians and they know in their hearts that they're not and they've went on for years because they can't go back and say, I need to get right with the Lord. See, if you die in that state, you're going to a lost eternity. 
I'm pleading with you tonight in the seriousness of God's word. If you've been claiming to be a child of God and you know in your heart you haven't, and I've seen that more times than not, and do you know what the hardest thing for them is? What will people say? I don't care what they say. It's what will he say on that day? Because there's many on that day, he says, that will come to me and say, I prophesied in your name. Imagine prophesying in the name of Jesus and I'm saying, I don't know you. They actually were able, notice what it says. It says, we, you cast out demons. They were actually active in the church. And the Lord says, I never knew you. Please, don't be that person tonight. Don't be that person. If the Lord is speaking to you tonight and he's awakening you tonight, answer him. Because do you know what? There's more people will celebrate with you in here than they'll judge you. Because it takes real courage to be that person to say, I've been doing it wrong, but here I am. And do you know who will be the first one to come and meet you? The father. Because he done it with the prodigal son. Do you know why he done it with the prodigal son? Do you know why the father run out to meet the prodigal son? Everybody thinks it's because he was, oh, I'm so glad to see you home. No, he run to save his life. Because the prodigal son had said to the father, give me man hurtings. What he said to the father is, you're dead to me. See, under Judaic law, he should have been stoned to death for how he treated his father. And the father, when he'd seen him in a far distance away, run to him to save him. So that nobody could touch him. And that's what he'll do with you tonight. He'll run to you to save you that nobody can lay a hand on you. He'll protect you. Because there's nobody like Jesus. He is fantastic. And if he's awakening you tonight, listen, maybe you didn't even realize. I don't care. People start to throw stones at me now. He said, oh, that's not very theological true. Maybe you think you've been saved. Maybe the Lord's speaking to you tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd rather you get right than start to worry about theology. The only thing I've ever seen theologians do is get you into a pile of trouble. Don't worry about them. Come to the Lord tonight. And then here's where we see in verse 7. And he raised them up saying, arise quickly. And his chains fell off. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. His chains fell off. Has this world got on top of you? Has this life got a hold of you? Christ can set you free. Maybe you're a child of God and you've just got yourself. Who gets messed up? Who gets messed up? Here, you are all good. Well, I'll admit we get messed up. And do you know what's the worst thing about a Christian getting messed up? It's the hardest place in the world to get back, isn't it? It is so hard in the Christian church to get back on. There's always the critic. There's always the judgmental. There's always those who seem to have some way of bursting your balloon. Stuff them. There's nobody like Jesus. He is wonderful. He is altogether sufficient and he loves you tonight and he's calling to you tonight and he's saying, come to me. Come on. You take the first step and I'll run to you. That's the way my saviour is. He's not sitting in heaven with a face tripping him. He loves you and he's rejoicing over you and he wants you to come to him. Do you know, I'm actually not. (laughs) This is the truth. See if you've ever noticed, I always preach to believers. 
I have all, my ministry has always been, and the Lord put on me to preach to the unsaved tonight. I don't think I'll do it again because I'm going to get in trouble the way I'm talking here. But you know, I'm passionate about it. And here's what I'm going to close with. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. Here's the thing about the Lord. I really get annoyed with some Christians when I hear them praying for things that they can do themselves. Here's an angel came to Peter, took the chains off, put the light on in the dark prison. He says, now Peter, dress yourself and put your own sandals on. There's some things you need to do for yourself. Stop asking the Lord to do things that you can do yourself. Please stop it. An unsaved person, see if you're saying to the Lord, reveal yourself unto me. He's revealed himself to you tonight. Now you put on your sandals, dress yourself like a good boy and a good girl and come to the Lord. Because he's waiting for you. This is serious business tonight. This is eternity. You know, the Lord says, take no thought for tomorrow. I've been saying this to you this morning. I've said it to my own church because everybody's caught up with tomorrow and the next week and they're all panicking. The Lord says, have it all under control. Christ is on the throne. To the saved, we should be doing cockahoops in the air here because he is in control. I don't care what to do tonight. I don't care what I put on that news tonight. It doesn't affect my eternity. Christ has my eternity secured and sealed. They cannot change it. Do you realize that tonight? Satan cannot touch your eternity. He can hit you here. But do you know what's the thing about it? The Lord says, I will never leave you, Tom, and I'll never forsake you. And no matter how tight it gets, I'm with you. And that's enough for me. See, I'll let you down, and you'll let me down but he'll never let you down and he'll never let me down. And what I need you to do tonight is, see if the Lord's speaking to you, take that step. Stop being so spiritual. Please do me a favor. Don't be going to the Lord anymore and saying, Lord, would you reveal yourself? Would you show, just prove to me, Lord. Lord, let seven doves fall out of the sky and one pigeon fly across in front of me and I'll believe you. What a load of nuts. And people do that. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. It is unreal. And do you know what they'll call it to make it spiritual? I can put out Gideon's fleece. Oh, you're not. Even Gideon wouldn't have went that far. You see, child of God, put on your sandals tonight. Put on your robes of righteousness. By the way, I'm going to give you this one in closing. Do you remember the father turned around to the prodigal son? Do you remember he says, put on the robe? Give him a ring. Does any of you remember what the third thing is the father told him to give the prodigal son? Sandals. Do you know why the father gave him the sandals? I'll prove it to you. One of the things in history, if they want to make a slave, is they take every earthly possession of a person to make them a slave. Every earthly possession. And one of the things that a slave never owns is shoes. The prodigal son was a slave to this world. And shoes and sandals speak of possession. The prodigal son squandered his possessions. 
But when he came back to the father, the father says, give him the shoes. Because my child's not a slave. He's an heir to the throne. And tonight he'll make you an heir to the throne. Tonight he'll give you more than you'll ever believe. Because see if you go on down to verse 10 of Acts chapter 12. It says then the doors open for Peter. The Lord will start to open doors for you. The Lord will start to make things happen in your life. Your life will change. Your family will change. And it's all because of one thing. You put on your sandals and you came to the Lord. Come to him tonight. Serve him tonight. Unsaved person. Backslider. Come to the Lord. I hope to God that sovereign grace has broke through and somebody here tonight knows that the Lord is speaking right to them and that you'll respond in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Praise God.